You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm your host this morning for Hour 2. Mark Holcraft is my name, and we just had Meredith Holcraft, my wife, on for a few minutes. And prior to her, we had Troy Madden and Chris Allers. Um, definitely a sporting theme this morning. And our next guest is also continues that theme. A gentleman by the name of Wayne Sullivan joins us from Rapid City. Good morning, Wayne. Good morning, Mark. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, thanks for joining us on Real Presence Live. It's great to have you on. Um, I know you've been on Real Presence Live before. Uh, it might have been a number of years ago, but you also have the experience with the Men in Black event that you joined us uh, up in Rapid City, which is just a fun event with uh, the priests uh, playing against the senior class of St. Thomas More. But can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Wayne? Um, you bet. Um, well, I, I was born in Billings, Montana. My father was in the Air Force um, for 26 years. I was a military brat, so we moved every two or three years, um, which to me uh, really helped me become more outward to meet new people every time we moved somewhere. And then uh, as his last base that he retired at at Ellsworth Air Force, a uh, base here in South Dakota, um, that was brought me here as a junior in high school. Um, that's where I met uh, Lori, the love of my life. And so now uh, when I got done with college, I uh, started working here for St. Thomas More back in 1991. I've uh, been the head football coach ever since. Um, was able to teach for five years and then was a principal for the next 25 and now I am uh, doing the alumni director and public relations. And so that's your role at St. Thomas More now as uh, director of alumni and public relations, you said? Yes, yep, and still currently uh, the head football coach. So, and, and I, I appreciate that because I think I said you were the former head coach, so my apologies. <laughs> you're, oh, you're still okay. coaching. How many years would you have you been the head coach there? Uh, all 32, right when uh, it was... Right when I uh, came back from college, so right Saint since Martin's 91. Academy, yeah, they closed in the spring of '91. St. Thomas More opened in the fall of '91, and uh, the good Lord, you know, blessed me to be able to get a teaching position and start the football program again. Wow, well, that's excellent. What you know, you mentioned you you had heard of the coaches earlier, um, yeah, that one from Shanley, and so. I imagine there might be even a little repetition, but that's okay because I think the importance of faith in sports, especially in the role as a coach, um, it, it is so important. It, it can't be uh, said enough or overestimated. Um, can, from your experience, Wayne, can you share a little bit about what has it been like for you to bring in your faith into the environment of sports? Well, you know, again, uh, Coaching at a Catholic high school, um, St. Thomas More is really um, a great presence to bring in the good Lord on a daily basis. Um, and again, being able to pray with our team, being able to do certain things that you know, unfortunately, you can't do um, in a public setting. Um, for exa- you know, example, you know, we pray during the week during practice. Um, well, I'll have players bring certain scriptures, and then we'll talk about it at the end of practice um, as a team, how it relates to them personally and to our team. Um, during the season, you know, we attend uh, Friday morning Mass uh, every week during our football season. Um, I have our young men wear ties to church um, and to the day of the games. 
And again, we get to pray before and after every game, win or lose. So those are the things that, you know, we've been able to model and do. And there's nothing more powerful than at the end of a game when all the fans come down and, and we're all be able to pray together. Absolutely. You know, can you tell us a little bit, Wayne, what's your upbringing with sports? I mean, did you grow up Catholic your whole life? Well, that's interesting. Uh, thank you for asking. My mother was uh, is a devout Catholic, and my father is Baptist. Uh, he's from West Virginia. And uh, interesting story there. He met my mother during the Vietnam War, going back and forth to Guam. And so growing up, you know, with two different religious backgrounds and moving uh, every so often, uh, I didn't really be able to um, get stronger in my faith until I got older. And then, as a, you know, always the good Lord was in my life. And he led me to then, you know, being able to attend Mount Marty uh, University, a Catholic college in Yankton, South Dakota, um, which, uh, you know, helped me grow closer to my faith, the staff there, and one in particular, Sister Ann Kessler, who unfortunately passed away last month, um, was a huge model for me and a mentor, and, and so I was able to grow a lot closer to my faith during those years. And then, of course, then marrying my beautiful wife, Lori, uh, who was devout Catholic, and then, you know, being able to attend Mass uh, every week and, and just raising our kids in that setting. Um, so, you know, coming from the background I did to now, I know the good Lord has always got a path for us. Tell us, can you speak a little bit more about your time? You said you went to Mount Marty College, um, and you met the religious sister who had a huge impact. Can you say a little bit more about your time there? Because that's also within our... That's within our listening area down there in Yankton. Um, yes. Uh, Sister Han Kessler, like I said, she was a huge baseball fan. Um, I ended up going there for baseball, um, and she was always in the front row, always encouraging the baseball team. And then having her um, teach history I had for a couple classes, and just the way she carried herself and the way that she you know, would always say um, to me during games or in her class. She's like, Sully, you know, there's always a higher presence, and he's always got a plan for you. And um, she was really instrumental in just my prayer life. And, uh, you know, it was a a sad day last month for her. But um, the things that she was able to do and and just the calming effect, you know the good Lord was working through her and uh, was really um, brought me a lot closer to my faith. Absolutely. I, you know, you mentioned Sister Ann Kessler. It reminds me, you know, of another sister who got a lot of a, a lot of um, attention, Sister Jean. I don't know if you remember yeah. Sister Jean during the Final Four basketball tournament, um, but one of the things regarding Sister Jean that st- stood out, you know, one, it's the humanity of some of the religious that they enjoy sports and that they had fun and that they, you know, they'd go out there, they'd cheer their team on, um, but it almost gives it almost gives permission to like okay you know we can enjoy these things you know even if things seem to be getting a little quirky or just sometimes quirky might be nice <laughs> or if it's a little out of control yeah. in regards to uh, how high of a level or high of a pedestal sports can be put on our athletes can be put on but still in and of itself in and of itself it can still be very enjoyable so even to hear that sister Ann Kessler had that that influence uh, just a real positive influence for you um it's just well, again, amazing god's dot the dots oh please go ahead oh no i, I don't mean to cut you off there but uh, you know and even uh, i heard your other earlier two interviews 
uh, what a great platform, you know, for sports and then to incorporate your faith. I mean, it embodies so much, and that's what we, you know, always want to make sure and, and let our players know and our student athletes. I mean, it, it embodies life. There's so many ups and downs. There's so many things that, you know, help you through life and your struggles. But then to know that the good Lord is always walking with you and then to be able to incorporate that in our sports, again, like with, um, you know, even as our team, you know, we stress to our players, you know, you always be thankful to the blessings that you are given your talent, but to be humble. Um, and in our program, you know, we, uh, we've done service projects from around town. Uh, we would feed homeless um, every Sunday or Saturday. And to let them know to learn to serve, um, that it's always greater than in our individual, um, you become a better team, you become a better person, um, and help them grow stronger in their faith. Absolutely. I, uh, Wayne, can you tell us, uh, you had mentioned earlier uh, your wife, and, I, and I, I go back to your wife in regards to your family because just the whole awareness of what forms and shapes you, you know, and you, you talked about that, you yeah. talked about the importance of that for the players, and yet as a coach, what are, what are our coaches doing to help continue uh, their faith formation, their development, and of course the influence and impact of family is going to be huge. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about your family? You mentioned Lori, I think, is your wife. How long have you two been married? Yeah, um, we have been married 32 years, going on 33 this June. Um, you know, again, and, and I'd, I'd heard Coach earlier, too, you know, um, if you're ever going to be successful as a coach, you've got to have one heck of an understanding and amazing wife. Yeah. And Lori has always been my rock and has always been there. Through, uh, you know, there's always ups and downs in coaching and everything else. And so with her, you know, again, with... Uh, raised Catholic her entire life and was really a huge influence on us and our family. We ended up, ha we have five children. Um, Jacob is our oldest. And then we have Savannah, um, Skylar, Jedediah, and John Paul. And just to be able to, you know, have her model our faith and then be that rock for all of us, um, you know, it's helped me in, you know, in our careers and our coaching and um, just in life in general, having that background um, and knowing that you know you have that strength behind you. It's I mean you have a, you have your family they're they're strong they're rooted uh, your faith is a high impact. Why football? What was it about football that stands out to you? Did you play football in your own history, high school, college? Um, did you just want to be involved in sports? Yeah, I grew up in a sports family. My dad was uh, huge in sports as well. And so I grew up playing, you know, um, football, basketball, baseball, um, all the way through high school. And then again, um, blessed enough to have play college baseball for four years. And it was a huge part of my life. Um, you know, again, like I said earlier, so many ups and downs, learning how to deal with failure, which, you know, you, you've got to have failure in order to understand what it is to be successful and just the joyous, you know, um, being able to do that and the grind. And so those were the things that um, I think really helped and taught me um, growing up that, you know what, you're going to fail, but you got to keep working. you got to keep grinding through it and knowing that the good Lord is next to you and, and walking side by side with you. Wayne, we got to jump to a break here. Um, I love what you're saying. If you're just tuning in, we are talking to Wayne Sullivan of St. Thomas More High School in Rapid City, South Dakota. I'm your host, Mark Holcraft. And when we come back to the other side of the break, we'll hear more. We will hear more from Wayne. Stay with us. 
Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Jake Warner, the State Deputy of the North Dakota Knights of Columbus. I was asked to explain if someone were to come to me and and ask why should they become a Knight of Columbus. I can answer from my my own experience, uh, and that would be um, becoming a Knight of Columbus has made me a better Catholic. It's made me a better uh, husband. It's made me a better father. It's made made me a better man. There are so many things about the Knights of Columbus that young men are really looking for, and and they don't understand it's just as close as as their local church. Becoming a part of of the Knights of Columbus local council uh, opens up so many doors for you. In a society where people are known to be loners and going their own way and, and trying to figure out what's going on around them, the Knights of Columbus provides you a family, people that you can go to, resources that you can reach out to, ask questions of, get encouragement from, uh, not only spiritual encouragement, but, but all kinds of things. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. When Jesus says in the Beatitudes, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God, He is blessing those of us who are coherent and consistent and committed in our faith from the inside out. The commitment we have in our hearts is readily observable in our behavior. No duplicity, no hypocrisy. The Catechism of the Catholic Church says there are those who have attuned their intellects and wills to the demands of God's holiness and are pure in heart, body, and faith. No compromises, no straddling the fence, no being someone in church and someone entirely different in the world. Purity of heart is a precondition for the vision of God. Purity of heart calls us to full integration of God's kingdom in our whole lives. Are you sold out for the Lord? Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace, power, purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm your host, Mark Holcraft. We are in Hour 2. And we're talking to Wayne Sullivan, the current head coach of St. Thomas More Football, who also serves as Director of Alumni and Public Relations for St. Thomas More in Rapid City. And over the break, we were just talking a little bit about family. And Wayne, you talked about, before the break, we were talking about the strength of family. But I I was really intrigued and as you shared, you just share more about your family, your own kids. Can you share some of that with our listeners? You, know, you had two kids that are out of college, one's 28, one's 26, and you were just starting to see the parallel and the connection of their involvement in sports and faith and how that's enabling them in their life, you know, after high school, yeah. after college. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, obviously, um, being a teacher, administrator, and a coach, you know, our kids were raised in the school and raised in the gym and um all of our kids um you know uh, we're in athletics we're multi-sport athletes um our oldest jacob is actually a quarterback for the frankfurt galaxy in germany um loving life uh, they won the elf championship uh, a year ago and so he signed to play another year um savannah our oldest daughter is an executive director in vermilion for the boys and girls club um 
and Skyler, uh, our other junior, or she's a junior in college. She's 21, playing volleyball at Mount Marty. Jedediah um, is a freshman at Mount Marty University, and he's playing baseball. And then our youngest, John Paul, who's a freshman, he's 15, and um, he's also, you know, growing up uh, in the sports world. But I just think the grind, and I think um, how they were raised to be able to know that there's going to be failures, there's going to be um, things to work through. And with your faith and, and continuing hard work, you're going to be successful. And that's one of the things I know Lori and I always stress with our kids. Um, always be the hardest worker. Always be the one that's most humble. And, and the good Lord will take care of you. Mm. Oh, great advice. And, and you were talking a little bit on the break regarding John Paul's experience. You talk about being kind of thrust into situations that may not be ideal in the moment, or you may not feel like it's ideal in the moment. Can you share a little bit about that? John Paul, as a freshman in high school, and I think your starting quarterback went down, and so he had to jump in. Can you say more about that? No, definitely. Um, You know, uh, as going into the year, we were very excited. We have a junior quarterback, uh, Lee Negabauer, who's been starting for, this has been his second year as a starter. Week one, we're playing, and then unfortunately he gets rolled up on and uh, fractures his fibula. And I'm sitting there during the game, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, we're in the second quarter. And I feel somebody standing next to me. And I'm like, I look over, and it's John Paul. And the first words out of his mouth is, well, what are we running? And I was like, wow. He's uh, ready. Calming effect. <laughs> yeah, calming effect came over me. And, um, you know, I, and I think him with his faith and then growing up with his older siblings and, and being modeled that, um, he was able to step right in and, um, you know, he and another freshman quarterback carried us through the next seven games until we came back. And, again, those experiences, you know, I think is what you're ready for. And you see that through the work they put in and, and just their faith and, and seeing their older siblings. And that, that that really helped John Paul. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, and just the importance, you're making a great point, the importance to be rooted in your faith and to know that his dad, who is the head coach, is processing that. Well, okay, faith is what's going to get us through this. Um, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's, that's, that's huge. Thanks for sharing that. And so yeah. how, what are some other ways, Wayne, that you've seen the strength of your family kind of carry you through or the values that your family seeks to uphold with faith being primary? How has that also influenced not only uh, your work as a coach, but even your family and with your your student your sons and daughters that are student athletes. Well, you know, as you grow up and, and you know in your faith, and then being able to model that for them, uh, one of the greatest things. Just on Ash Wednesday, uh, my wife and I were sitting in a snowed in day because um, we got uh, snow days for Wednesday and Thursday. But our two kids in college end up sending us a picture, Skyler and Jedediah, that they'd gone to Ash Wednesday, um, and for them to be able, you know, you want your kids as they grow older. To continue in their faith and and for them to be attending Mount Marty University, which again the good Lord has, has blessed them to go there. Um, it just shows you, you know, that, that if you're rooted in your faith, and then He will take good care of you, and, and He's done that for our family. We've been um, very blessed that you know all of our kids at one point in time has gone through hardship, um, especially Jedediah, um, our uh, freshman in college. Um, this young man tore his ACL four times, three on one leg and one on the other, and, and talk about a young man who's, you know, gone to his faith to make sure that he can continue to move forward. Um, really shows you um, that if you can know your faith, 
know that he's going to take care of you, um, that you can continue to strive forward. And so that really is shown with our family and some of the ups and downs that they've gone through um, really is a testament um, to their faith. Absolutely. I mean, as I hear you talking, Wayne, I hear you just really giving a great description of perseverance, you know, and how faith can enable a person to persevere through those trials, through those struggles. Um, now, Wayne, you're not just involved in football for St. Thomas More, although you for 32 years, that's phenomenal. Uh, you mentioned also over the break, <laughs> 32 years, um, six of those years, you made it to the state title game. You had not had a chance to win one yet, but and I just appreciated... Um, Speaking of humility, just an appreciation of, you know, you've been there six times. It's a hard thing. It doesn't just happen just because you get there. Um, but you're also involved in the community. Uh, it's just um, your involvement with uh, the local Post-22 baseball right there and the yeah. owner of Elite Football. Can you uh, say a little bit more about that, especially you know, the owner of Elite Football, but then Post-22 baseball and just the involvement in the community? How is your faith really ignited you to have that kind of involvement? Oh, well, yeah. When we moved here, um, you know, obviously, like I said, I played baseball all the way through high school. When we moved here to South Dakota, we moved from Florida, where baseball um, huge in high school and, you know, play year-round. Yeah. When we moved here to South Dakota, we found out that there's no high school baseball. So I was like, oh, no. Um, but as uh, I walked into Douglas High School, one of the ladies said, well, there's Post-22 American Legion in town. And I happened to get the number of the coach, and he was home that one day out of the summer, which was crazy. But I ended up playing then for post-22 baseball for three summers um, as we moved in after my sophomore year. So I got to play the sophomore, junior, and senior years. Um, coach Dave Plouffe from post-22 was very instrumental in um, how I coach, how I carry myself. He uh, uh, impacted so many lives. He was a head coach for over... Uh, 45 years for post-22 baseball. And so, I, you know, I really felt a um, connection and to give back. And so six years ago, uh, there was an opening for the general manager for post-22, and um, I just felt it would be a great way to continue what Coach Plouffe, um has established. And Rapid City is a baseball town, and post-22 is a very successful program. They just won their 44th state title last summer. But that enables me then, you know, to obviously talk to other people in the community. Um, and I'm very outward, you know, um, with my faith. And then um, as I even send out um, messages to all the families in Post-22, always end up with God bless um, because they're derived from all different schools. Um, and so it's always good to at least be able to get your faith out there and let them know that, you know, this is who we are and this is how we're going to run our program. Yeah. Well, it's, it's so important. And, and I... Um, like you said, it's just coming out of who you are. And the more that the people have come to know you, they just know this is a part of who you are. Um, they almost would expect it, you know? And so for those yeah. families, yeah, the families coming from a different background, even in the emails, just ending it with God bless. Mm -hmm. Um, it's likely to be received, you know, um, just again, the, the very simple witness, I'd even say a gentle witness, putting it out there, but it can start to be received more readily. From people because they know who you are. No, I think that's that's phenomenal. Um, Wayne, tell us some more about the Elite Football Academy. What is that? In because um, it looks like you've had you've been involved in that too for a while. Sure. Yeah. Um, as a younger coach, you know, I started running camps for um, the young people in town. We would uh, I would 
for probably 15 years, we volunteered uh, a couple of our coaches and our players. We would do the YMCA football camps um, for uh, four days out of the summer. They really enjoyed that. And then I know that a lot of people were saying we wish there were more camps, so then we started doing camps. And then it evolved into we still do the young kids' camps, but then we do uh, quarterbacks and receivers. And so that's when we started the Elite Football Academy. Um, and, again, that's just another way for us to be, um, you know, apostles getting the word out. Um, and then for the Elite Football Academy, you know, my saying is um, – be coachable, be coachable, be faithful, and be humble. And so those are things, again, as you can continue to tell um, young student-athletes that this is how we should carry ourselves. We should be humble. We should be servants. Um, and things are, are always going to fall in place. Um, I always go back to um, Coach Hollenbeck, our very successful basketball coach. He always would preach, you know, because all my boys play for him, to have you know, your priorities, you know, God first, family, school, then, you know, your athletics. If you put those in perspective, you're going to be very successful. And so that's how we try and coach. Um, we're successful here because I've surrounded myself with coaches um, that are great men and um, good models of their faith. And, yeah, you mentioned earlier, you know, we're 0 for 6 in the state title game, but um, I'd rather go six times than never gone before. Because, again, that even shows um, our teams, you know, you can strive and work hard, and sometimes you're, you know, you're not going to get the end goal. But in the process, you do. It's all about learning. It's all about what you do and your end product as a person. Because I always tell our parents at the beginning of every year, you know, yes, football is a great game, but it's also going to ch- uh, create great husbands and great fathers. And so... Uh, that's what we try and strive for in all that we do, and you know, whether it be St. Thomas More football, whether it be post twenty two, or the camps that we run. Exactly, it's so much more. I mean, the same principles to build up strong men in whatever they're sporting. Is, you know, in football, baseball, basketball. It's the same qualities and characteristics that are raised them to be strong men, strong men of God, strong sons of God. Uh, and now, right before you came on, one of the things my wife Meredith had indicated is just being reminded that even though you're involved in the sport, that's not what your identity is in. And I hear that's where you're going to Wayne. And this is, we're raising men here, uh, men Correct. of faith who'd be men of character, men of integrity. Wayne, thank you so much for your time here with us on real presence live, uh, blessings to you as you continue, uh, just being an impact, a faithful witness in the rapid city community. Thank you. Thank you guys. I appreciate it. And God bless. Uh, On the other side of the break, we'll be joined with Lance Nielsen from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Stay with us on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 